Today we're going to do some weird shit. Weird shit happens when you leave me alone. <laughs> Let me close my door real quick. That was unrelated to my previous statement. I promise. Please hold. <laughs> I've returned. Hi, everyone. Today is kind of interesting. Unique, to say the least. Um, How do I get into this? So, I have come to an interesting conclusion this afternoon. Um, so I think it's very clear that to everyone that I am of the neurospicy variety <laughs> and uh, will very much get social anxiety, will very much get overwhelmed, uh, will very much not function too good occasionally, um, and will get overwhelmed um, and tired and burnt out. And forget to do things that means that I can continue on, like self-care and uh, self-quality time. So <laughs> but that's not what this is about. I have decided that I'm going to talk about all of the little hyperfixations I have that I don't feel like they should have a whole episode of their own. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that if I were a reasonable person, and I say that with comedy and glitter around those words, um, I very well could make these into little 30-minute episodes and follow the promise that I have made <laughs> and broken on numerous occasions. Uh, but I have decided that I'm just going to kind of... How do I phrase it? So you've heard of a doom box, right? A box, a junk drawer... The place, the 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 things, the box that you put all your shit in when you don't really have a place to put it and you don't really want to put it anywhere. You just kind of keep throwing shit into a drawer and you're like, I'm pretty sure there's Sharpies in there. Um, this is my hyperfixation junk drawer. Not that they're inherently junk. I love them all very dearly and they're far too important for me to throw away. But they're also, <laughs> they've been cast aside and don't get a proper place on the shelf. <laughs> They get a drawer, and that is the Doom Box. Um, I've made a list. That's not it. I've made a list of topics that I'm going to talk about uh, to camera. And you know what's really funny? <laughs> I have a nice Canon camera. I have a very good camera I could be recording this on. But you know what? Both of my batteries are dead. And so I'm using a dinky little webcam, and it's going to be all right gonna be fine um and honestly most of you are probably gonna listen to this as an audio only format anyway so it doesn't matter nothing matters the timer's a lie let's get into it i guess hello and welcome to the hyperfixation where i'm on my own show and i'm gonna tell you about things for 30 to 45 minutes or longer because you know what it's just me here it's just me and you you can pause and leave anytime. <laughs> My name is Roma Ostom and I use the they and them pronouns and I'm not joined by anybody presently in the now, but in the future, it'll be you and I alone on this audio track. And you're going to hear about all these little things that I'm into and do not have enough time to really dig into them as much as I'd like. I could be doing that now with this time, but instead I'm going to give you an episode. Um, Windows, I do not care about weather updates. I already know it's hot and my AC is broken. <laughs> uh, 
the intro, I don't know how much of it got to stay. So in the now, how did I get here? One, I host this podcast along with Lewis and Jakey and Kingdom. Um, but today I'm alone, which is fine. Being alone is fine. Being lonely and alone is very different. Um, but I had a big thought today, and I'm gonna be honest, listeners. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna throw myself into the the shame jail. Um, it's not shameful, but I did not have an actual multiple person episode ready for you this week. I've been tired. There's been a lot going on. I'm not going to get into it because I will cry. I'm emotional. I'm a Pisces. Comes with the territory. <laughs> so with that, um, I had a brilliant moment of uh, ideas in the car on my way home from work today. And I realized that I don't need another person. I would like another person, but all the other hosts are not available and I'm too fucking scared to ask anyone else. (laughs) So here I am alone, um, which is fine uh, because that means I can say whatever the hell I want and no one will stop me except me. And that's all I need. So um, I realized that I have a lot of hyperfixations. I have a lot uh, that are all half-baked. They're leftovers in the back of your fridge. But that doesn't mean they weren't, they're not good. Leftovers are still good. Leftovers are fire. But it's not enough for a whole meal. It was a few bites left that I felt really bad about throwing away. So I'm kind of just mixing all my leftovers together, like back in college. And uh, I'm going to have a good time. (laughs) The thought process for this episode is going to be kind of all over the place. I am also doing this as a video format. So if you so desire, want to watch this, go for it. Um, if you don't, I'm going to do my best to make it as inclusive as possible, uh, to convert this from visual to audio format (laughs) for my audio only listeners. Um, I'm going to go through this, this list that I have. I'm cleaning out my, my hyperfixation junk drawer, and I'm going to share with you things that I'm excited about for until I don't feel like it anymore. (laughs) And that's going to be okay. Um, where are we going to start? I'm going to pick a spot and then we'll just see what happens. Sound good? Okay. I'm sure all of you, and by all of you, I mean probably a good chunk of you. It's I can't say everything in full def... def I don't remember the word. Y'all have heard of the amazing Digital Circus, right? That came out recently. It's a pilot. It's kind of crazy. It's got the the 80s the isekai horror kind of energy but everything's real colorful and cute and it's kind of buck wild um i would say on a hyperfix we're gonna do this shit in scales i would say on a scale of one to ten of how into this i am i'm gonna give it a solid five but not in the sense that i'm like half-hearted about it but that i never fucking finished watching it (laughs) i i've been hanging around my partner too long my partner tony uh This happened last night. This is probably the best fucking example I could give you of why this, why I'm like this. (laughs) Tony loves, and I mean loves, uh, info dumping or like video essay analyses on YouTube. And will Tony knows so much shit about Lost and hasn't seen a fucking episode of Lost. Okay. Um, 
Which is fine. I think that shit's cool as hell. And I think that's totally valid. You could be super into something and not have seen a single episode of it. Um, well, I'm kind of halfway there. I've seen like five to eight minutes of The Amazing Digital Circus and seen so many theories about the show that I might as well have watched the whole thing anyway. But I also have only seen it in little like chunks. So um, I'm very hype about it. <laughs> and I love the theories that come with it so far. Um, if you haven't seen The Amazing Digital Circus, I implore you to go do that. It's one 20-something minute episode. Be a better person than I am and go watch it. Or be just like me and then watch five to eight minutes of it and then go watch a bunch of analyses videos. Um, but it's amazing. Um, listeners, you may or may not know. I have no idea if I've ever mentioned it before. Um, sorry, I got distracted by my hand. I love Has Been Hotel, and I love Hell of a Boss even more. So um, I was super hype about Has Been Hotel. Like, I was distraught to a degree about um, when everything got reshuffled. So it's like, I'm very glad that Hell, uh, Hell, of a, Hell of a Boss Has Been Hotel got picked up, but we lost a lot of the voice actors that we fell in love with. I'm very excited about the new actors, and I'm sure they got some really cool shit going on. I kind of fell off that train of like, paying attention to news on that front, so I'm not up to date. But um, obviously, Michael Kovach, Angel Dust, fucking love that guy. And so he plays one of the characters in The Amazing Digital Circus. So that was the only reason I ever gave it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I may know other voice actors in it. I know there's problematic stuff with one of the voice actors in there. I really don't want to go into it because I'm not well-versed in it, but I know something's going on. Um, but anywho, super hype that Michael was Jax. So that was the only reason I gave it a chance. And then next thing I know, <laughs> I'm watching it and I immediately ran out of spoons. I immediately didn't want to watch it anymore. Not because the show did anything, but have you ever like done something and you're like, I really don't feel like doing this anymore. And it's not even to be dramatic. I was just not feeling good. I was just like, this, this isn't the time. So I stopped. But it's already in my algorithm. YouTube's already cooking. It's in the kitchen and it's serving me anyway. And so I wake up one morning and just decide to watch this theory video on YouTube shorts about the Imaging Digital Circus. And am I? You know, I don't think I want to go into the theory specifically right now too in depth. I'll go a little bit into it just because I don't want to spoil shit. But um, there is this theory that it is. How do we call it? No, because that spoils shit. We'll talk about it later um, <laughs> because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who has it. But if you have seen it, you do want to talk about it. Get into that hyperfixation discord and, and do the little spoiler thing on it so people can't read it if they don't want to. And just at me and say at me digital circ at Roma digital circus shit and then spoiler it so I can click on it and I can read it and I can go hee 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 that shit's dope. Um, and then we can talk about it. But. I just want to be nice to those who haven't seen it yet. Um, amazing Digital Circus. I'm here for it. Um, I like the character designs a lot. I think they're really incredible. I really like the premise of the show. I really like um, that the main... I don't even know if he's an antagonist because I don't have enough information. But the AI Kane, who's like the little chatter teeth with the eyeballs. I. This is a video podcast. This is a video. Hold on. Please hold. 
Let me make it to where you can see what the hell I'm talking about for those who are visual. Amazing digital circus. So we got this guy, Kane, and he's got the teeth with the eyeballs inside and the top of it. He's like the ringleader of the circus. I don't want to keep on it because I don't want to spoil the whole show, but I think it's incredible. And like all the characters are based on different games over time. You've got Kinger, who's like a chess piece because chess. The bubble little dude is basically a chain chomp. There's like a whole bunch of relation to entertainment across all time in history with the, the amazing digital circus. So I think that's really cool. Everything feels very like old school 80s, I want to say. It's just great. Just watch it. Just because I said so. Or don't. If you have, uh, what's the word? Pathological demand avoidance or anything of that nature. Um, I'm not telling you to do anything, but I think it's really neat. So if you wanted to, you should. Um, or you could. I think that's all I want to say about that one. <laughs> so in a previous episode of this podcast, the first season one finale, I want to say, I talked about Chainsaw Man. All my homies know I love Chainsaw Man. All my homies know that Chainsaw Man means the world to me. Um, and I've been really reading into part two. But you know what? After that part with the church, um, with the Church of Chainsaw Man, I had to stop. I had to pause. I don't know what it was. I think I was just like, it might have been my own personal bullshit going on in life. It might be the fact that I have a child. I don't know. But I just stopped reading it and I need to get picked back up on it. But it's really funny because it's one of those things where I think I'm not hyper fixating on it anymore. <laughs> and someone brings that shit up. Somebody for some reason will bring up Chainsaw Man. It'll come up for whatever reason. It relates to something. I'm wearing my Makima contacts or I see a Pochta in the mall, which is crazy. I saw Pochta in a Florida mall and I went, fuck yeah. And it wasn't even an anime stand. It was not related to anything else that stand was selling, but they had little tiny Pochtas and I was so happy. <laughs> Anywho, um, I just want to share this little thing that at my job, when the Chainsaw Man opened, opening the chainsaw man anime was coming out um everybody knew that it was chainsaw day <laughs> every tuesday because at i think it was at like 10 30 or 11 o'clock whatever time it was that it aired um and i was able to watch it on crunchyroll i would take my ass downstairs and i would go sit in my car with my little poach to plush and i would watch that shit <laughs> on my lunch break every fucking tuesday while it was airing i loved it and then it got to a point where every time that a new chapter dropped, I would go, hey, coworker, it's time for me to go. It's time for me to go read me some Chainsaw Man. And she would be like, I, I heard. And then I would come back upstairs and I would go, hey, can I tell you everything, spoilers and all, that I think is super cool about this? And she was like, absolutely, because I don't know what's going on. I don't like anime. And I think it's really cool when you just say shit at me. And I said, that's amazing. So... <laughs> For a long time, it was like a routine for me to like consume and drink my favorite dumb chainsaw bitch juice and then go analyze it and then go regurgitate it to somebody who absolutely did not give a single fuck about it. <laughs> um, because <laughs> uh, Tony was like not caught up on it. Tony did not want to read it, which was fine. Like it's totally he doesn't have to be into the thing at the same time I am. But I can it was so funny because every single time I'd be like, Tony, <laughs> I need to talk to you about Chainsaw Man. You need to catch up. He's like, that's like 40 chapters. I'm not doing it. Like <laughs> and either people would be like, 
yeah, that was cool, right? Like, we wouldn't get into, like, a super deep analysis about it, which is still fine. It's still very fun to go to my friends and be like, it's so cool. Or um, they're not caught up, and I don't want to spoil them. Or we're just not, like, on this. It, it was always something. And so it was really nice to just have my coworker just listen to me. <laughs> because I don't have a Chainsaw Man podcast. I probably should, but I'm not going to. I'm going to leave that to just be something I enjoy when I want to. Um, I don't know if I really want to get into stuff about what's going on in the manga because I heard that they're not coming out with a part two. I like that. I don't think Mappa's picking back up with Chainsaw Man. I think it just kind of is going to die there. Um, don't quote me on this. I heard this from a trash taste highlights clip on YouTube. So it may be reputable. I don't know. But yeah, they were saying that it's probably it wasn't profitable. It didn't pop off like Jujutsu Kaisen. So we're probably not going to get another one. And I'm like, I don't know. They're selling poached up plushies in the middle of a Tampa mall. So maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe they will. Maybe another studio will pick it up. Maybe it'll just die like all my hopes and dreams. I hope not. Either way, I'm going to try not to get super spoilery into it. But I do very much still enjoy how he how the mangaka really just pushes up that melodrama and just makes everything really intense to have more room to play in emotionally and it's almost like how do i describe it it's like wearing goggles underwater you know what i mean like when you're underwater you usually can't like look around all that good or it's like it hurts your eyes because of the chlorine it's just like okay now i've got my melodrama goggles on and now i can see all under the pool and i can look up at the top of the water like it's just this is a bad example and i'm tired <laughs> i love it i love my boy denji he's my favorite just teenage boy who just wants to be loved um i think asa isa asa i think it's asa She's great too. I love my little like failure of a of a lady. She's great. Um but she's also not great and I think that's great. <laughs> I love that they I like how it they all I can't spoil it. Can't spoil it for those who aren't caught up who don't read the manga. I love you. I'm not going to do it to you. I'm just going to tell you how excited I am about it. <laughs> it's my junk drawer episode. I'm allowed. Um but one thing I will get into is that I love the symbolism and everything. Like I did when part two started up, I was so fucking hype. Part two started up and I immediately went into full symbolism analysis mode because I had already done intense amounts of research into understanding part one um, and how like all the, the religious symbolism uh, from like the Magaka's studies in Western religious paintings really involved itself into the writing of the plot into who is what and why um how do i get into it but also mixes in it's not just western uh, religions it's eastern religions and eastern gods and uh like for example cone the little little fox uh is based on the the fox god i'm really i'm talking out of my ass right now so bear with me but like the color and the symbolism and the how cone like relates into everything it was very true to the research i had done so in my brain in my brain um i went into part 2 with i want to see everything with my 
4K vision goggles on and immediately started overanalyzing what every single thing was. So, like, we come out the gates. We've got this devil who looks like a fucking crazy-ass Australian owl so or bird thing. So I'm, like, Googling, like, what is what does that mean? And then I was like, maybe I should look up what poached means. And it's like, oh, it's like a word for spot in Japanese, but also it has something to do with the Spanish word for gluttony. And I was like, well, that makes sense because he's... Because he eats devils. <laughs> the chainsaw man eat devils. Um, and then, uh, what's his name? The guy that everyone always forgets. The really hot guy with the earring. And he's like super powerful and he's got the octopus. There's shit with the octopus thing too. And some theories with Cthulhu shit. And so I just got way over my fucking head <laughs> with everything. <laughs> and I loved it. But I think I also kind of burnt myself out on it. Um, what is the... There's a YouTuber because this is a video. Um, this YouTuber sufferance, I watch his stuff all the time. He goes chapter by chapter. He also went through the entire anime and I loved watching his content. He also covers Jujutsu Kaisen and I think he covers a few other things. I really just show up for Chainsaw Man. Um, but I really love, I really love listening to this man. He has such a beautiful, rich voice. Um, I want him on the podcast so bad. Sufferance, if you want to be on my podcast for whatever goddamn reason, you just tell me when and where. My Discord is open, but <laughs> I would love to talk to this person about Chainsaw Man for like a bazillion hours. It would make my life. Um, but yeah, like every single chapter or if anything crazy happens, when this chapter came out, I fucking lost it. This chapter was great. The I'm pointing at the screen. You can't see it. The choo-choo lovely Ch uh, chapter 137 that shit's crazy you should read the manga <laughs> read the manga um but i digress uh see it's a hyperfixation of mine i forget i forget i love it and then i put it in a drawer and then i find it in the drawer and i go oh yeah this thing was super important to me i forgot i put it in the drawer <laughs> um so i'm also i'm gonna get into little jujitsu kaisen for a second I'm going to tangent because I, from my understanding, I'm pretty sure that Jujutsu Kaisen's mangaka and Chainsaw Man's mangaka have like a little, um, they have like a friendship dynamic going on here. They're like buddies. Um, I think they're great. They had like little things in the manga to each other to say hello, stuff like that. But, um, I've been super into Jujutsu Kaisen lately. Um, only because season two is coming out. Um, I think the animation is great um i am quickly running out like i did read ahead in jujutsu kaisen a long time ago and i think i got up to like what do you call it the calling games i got up to the calling games and that's where i stopped why did i stop i was tired <laughs> i burnt myself out on jujutsu kaisen i rammed through a shit ton of fucking chapters right after i caught myself up on tokyo revengers at that time because i think it was like season one or two ended a, like a year or two ago maybe it was like two years ago yeah it was like two years ago wherever the manga was at at that point i burnt myself out on tokyo revengers i burnt myself out on Jujutsu kaisen and then i just stopped reading <laughs> i just stopped reading um but i've been super into uh watching the anime as it's been releasing weekly um and depending on how many weeks that I miss, maybe I'll go watch the dub or I'll go watch the sub. I usually just watch the sub because I the voice acting is amazing and I need subtitles either way. Uh, so I'll watch both. But um, watching the stuff with Tengen was incredible because I do remember like when we got to that section, I was like, 
is this season two? Are we just flashbacking for all of season two? But it felt like a little liaison. It was a beautiful little liaison between season one and two. And um, I actually accidentally confused the fuck out of myself when Jujutsu Kaisen Zero came out. I thought it was the beginning of season two. And I show up to the movie theaters and it had nothing to do with it. I didn't get to see Teen Gojo, and I was so confused. I didn't get to see Toji Fushiguro. I was distraught. It was an amazing movie, but I was distraught. (laughs) Jujutsu Kaisen is great. It just feels like Naruto for the 27-year-old me. You know, like, I watched Naruto when I was in middle school, and I didn't even watch it episode for episode. I just, like, watched whatever the fuck was on Toonami, and I was excited about it, and I thought it was the best shit ever. And then... I think by that point, I started moving away from Naruto and I started actually watching other animes that (laughs) existed in the world. Shout out to Tokyo Mew Mew. Love that shit. Shout out to Shugo Chara as well. That shit's peak. Um, But uh, loved Naruto and then all that filler shit happened and then Shippuden happened and then I tried to watch Shippuden. I didn't know what the fuck was going on and then Naruto (laughs) died for me ever since. So Jujutsu Kaisen is my new Naruto, where, but I actually kind of know what's going on, which is nice. Um, I also love that they're boyfriends. Um, I always thought, that, and let me clarify, these two right here, those are boyfriends. I love them. Um, Gojo and Geto, at first I thought it was just me who thought they were boyfriends, and I was fine with that. And then it's becoming more and more apparent that they're just boyfriends. <laughs> But no one's actually saying anything. They're just like boyfriends. Uh, a little bit of Narusasu st- going on. So of course I'm like, <laughs> it's my 27 year old Naruto Narusasu bullshit. I love it. It makes me so happy. My I have allergies. I'm so sorry. I'm gross. Um, let me crack open a cold one real quick, as if it's gonna help. On this note, I've just covered two animes that have to do with um, Studio Mappa. I just want to say, let them go to bed. I I love the product coming out. I do not love the cost it's coming at. Please let them rest. I can wait a little bit longer for anime, please. Ah. Um, that's not a very good public service announcement. That's just more like, it's beautiful, but no, for real. Let them treat your animators better. Treat them better, please. Don't make them do this. Don't let capitalism ruin anime for me, <laughs> please. Um... Do I have anything else I want to cover on that front? No, I think I'm going to leave it there. We're going to jump to a new department. We're going to a completely different department. There's no one here to like bounce off of me. So I'm able to speed through these a little bit more. It's been about 30 minutes. I've gotten through three whole topics, but let's see. This is 30 minutes raw time. I don't know how much shit I'm actually going to cut out of this. So we'll see. Um, So I want to say a year or two ago. Probably two, two, maybe three years ago. Shit. No, it might have been like four years ago. Three or four years ago, I got into VTubering. V- VTubering. VTubers. Um, I don't even remember who the first one I saw was. I don't even know how I got into VTubers. I just know that one day... Oh, I know how this went. I lied. Backtrack. I'm going to start from the beginning. Um... I got really into a YouTuber known as, um, this is going to be a surprise to no one. His name is Sea Dog VA. How did I get into him? No fucking clue. 
he just showed up on my algorithm one day and I've been there ever since. So, um, he was a lot of fun to watch and watching his journey as he went from just like doing his thing to now like being a huge YouTuber with his 3.08 million subscribers. Um, and then watching trash taste come to be with, a a Garnt, whatever the fuck his name is. And <laughs> Connor, <laughs> I don't remember Joey. His name is Joey. Um, so watching this kind of grow with them, like passively, I'm not like a, I don't watch any of their shit every single day. It's just if it hap if they just happen to have a thing, I just fucking watch it. Um, but I just fucking love Connor. And so Connor getting onto trash taste or making trash taste with the other two and watching that semi regularly. Um, that's when they started talking about VTubers. And I was like, what the fuck? Actually, can I trash? Taste YouTuber. One moment. I feel like yeah, three years ago. Three years ago, um, they talked. They they talked about YouTuber VTubers, and I went, "That's the shit for me, fam." Um, and I loved it. Um, I thought it was a really cool concept, and so I got into Hollow Live a little bit. I did at one point even audition for Hollow Live. Obviously, I'm not on Hollow Live. Um, additionally, if they asked me, I would say no now. I don't want to be on Hololive. You know who I would be on, though? V Shoujo. <laughs> if V Shoujo said, get your ass over here, I, I would say I would. If Would they ask me? Probably not. Um, but that's okay. I'm having a good time. So I got into V Shoujo, and I started watching this uh, VTuber named Iron Mouse. Um, I love Iron Mouse. Iron Mouse is a precious Iron Mouse is a precious devil and neat gets deserves every cinema role in the world. I love Iron Mouse so much. And so through Iron Mouse, obviously, I found out about Nanners, and then I got Zentreya and just everybody. I love them so much. <laughs> so this bleeds into my desire to be a VTuber. And so it is not unknown. Especially if you look at my previous YouTube stuff. Why am I not using a VTuber right now? Because my current one's not done. I'm making one right now. <laughs> and I have been for like a month and a half. I've made a shit ton of models. And I'm not happy with any of them. But this one? This one? Hopefully will be the one. <gasps> Dying. So I got into VShoujo. Made me want to learn how to make VTubers. So I started making the 3D models through Vroid. And if you know, you know, V-Roid um, is very fun. If you want to just do like a dress-up doll situation where you just want to make a VTuber model, you can get a little complex with it. You don't have to get complex with it. You export that VRM file. You plug that shit into whatever you want. Bam, you've got a little 3D model you can use. Um, but if you want to do the 2D route that I want to do, that shit gets complicated. Um 3D is also super complicated. Vroid's just, I feel like, a, a really easy route to, to get her done. Um, but yeah, no, 2D gets really buck wild. And when, especially when you start getting into the live 2D and the rigging and the setting up your models and then learning about how to do it. And then next thing you know, you're like, I want to make a 2D model. And then you're like, wait, there's so many possibilities. So I must learn how to do these things. And what's physics? And why does my eye need to wiggle so much when I blink? <laughs> I have to rig teeth. I can rig a tongue. You can add animations into shit. There's so many possibilities. And it's so complicated. 
It's stressful. Um, but I love it. And so right now I have the eyes rigged and I have the mouth rigged. Did I do a good job? Probably not. Am I still going to keep going? Absolutely. Because I love this little VTuber concept that I have. And no, I'm not going to show it to you right now until it's done. So Iron Mouse really got me into VTubers. Um, I have tried desperately to get Tony into VTubers. I've showed so much content of VTubers. I've even been into like, for example, all these voice actors that now have VTuber models and are streaming like Amelie, Alejandro, uh, fuck, what's his name? The fuck, what's his name? Amelie. She does the Smasher Pass. Sayu. Amelie and Sayu and Joel. Fucking Joel. Where's Joel? Show me Joel now. Joel. Porcelain Maid is the proper name. Porcelain Maid. Fucking love Porcelain Maid. <laughs> Highly recommend Porcelain Maid. Um, this... This was Shy, Shy Lily's the fucking shit. Shy Lily is amazing. Um, Shy Lily and Porcelain Maid? Iconic. Absolutely fucking iconic. Anywho, don't judge me for not being subscribed. Um, I forget to subscribe every day because I don't like it when people tell me to subscribe. You will... <laughs> I... A tangent... I don't know why. I don't know why I'm like this. But if someone tells me to like and subscribe this video or to like comment on this video, I will not. I won't. I don't like being told what to do. Don't tell me what to do. Don't ask me for shit. <laughs> I know that's unreasonable. And I know that's exactly how you support creators you like. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um, me and Tony have had a great deal of conversations about my illogical fallacies. Um, don't at me on this. Uh, <laughs> so I've been really into VTuber rigging and I've been really into looking at VTuber showcases. Um, there's this one that lives rent free in my mind. Um, don't mind me not being able to type. I got new keys for my keyboard. And they, I didn't put them in right. So I can't type. This one right here that I have my mouse over, this Live 2D showcase of Saida Aisu, that's like the little gambler looking lady, rent free. Rent fucking free in my mind. Um, I didn't know. Oh my God, look at this. What is it? Iron Mouse. I love that. Um, this one is fucking crazy. This one's absolutely insane. Um, there's more. I've seen so many of these. This one's crazy too. Yeah, VTuber showcases. I didn't realize it would be a thing I'd be into, but I love it. I love it. Um, I think that's all I'm going to talk about with VTubers. What else do I want to talk about? Scott Pilgrim has been a big hot button uh, hashtag going on lately, especially with the Netflix anime coming out. Um I, you know, just like everybody else, I think I've watched that movie uh, with what's his face in it. Um, and like most other people like me, I probably uh, maybe or maybe have not have uh, thought that I was Ramona Flowers, but not like that I was her, but that I was adjacent to Ramona Flowers. Um, I don't want to talk about it, but I've never read the comic. I never like read the, the book. Um, and so I found myself watching 
a video on my drive home the other day, especially because, you know, it's been coming up. Um, Tony Scott Pilgrim loneliness because I can, I can type this video right here by Noah McAllister, Scott Pilgrim versus loneliness, a video essay. It came out eight days ago. It's only got 54,000 views. Um, it is peak. Uh, it is peak. I listened to it. I loved it. As you can see, I didn't finish it. And that's a normal occurrence for me. But it's not because of anything Noah McAllister did. It's just good. I very much enjoyed listening to that video essay. I very much liked seeing the relationship that the author or the writer has with the characters and loneliness. And uh, how do I get into this? Because it's so interesting in my head. And to get the words to tell you how interesting it is is difficult. All I can say is, ah, <sighs> a lot of the characters in Scott Pilgrim have difficulties with being by themselves. Scott Pilgrim is king shit of not being good at being by himself um, to the point where they all spend their time with each other all the time. And then if he's alone, he plays video games and goes to sleep. He never just is alone. Most of them aren't. And I think at the, by the end of it, there is like where they, they, they come to terms with that. Um, don't quote me on this because I listened to it on a drive home. Um, yes, I listened to a YouTube video on the drive home. I did not watch it. <laughs> I didn't look at it. I listened to it like a podcast um, and enjoyed the shit out of it. It was good. Moving on. I loved it. I picked it up. I looked at it in the drunk drawer. I said, this is still great. I still don't know where to put it until that shit comes out on Netflix. So I'm going to put it back. <laughs> um, in the first season, season three, no, season one, episode three, Jakey came on the podcast to talk to me about the Mistborn or to talk to me about the Cosmere by Brandon Sanderson, just all the books related to the Cosmere. Um, and so I listened to all of the Mistborn trilogy on graphic audio because I have a difficult time with reading books. So I like listening to audiobooks, but if it's one person doing all the voicing, you lose me. So graphic audio deserves everything. Everyone who does anything for graphic audio deserves the world um, and all of the money. Uh, I would love for them to sponsor me um, if it's just so <laughs> I can get to listen to more things on graphic audio. I will tell everybody to go use graphic audio. So I re-listened to the Mistborn trilogy recently. I listened to the whole thing through the first time last year. And then I have re-listened to the first book this year. I started on the second book, but I'm already putting a lot of puzzle pieces together that I didn't put together before. You, know, you get through the whole thing and you go back and you're like, Brandon Sanderson, you madman. <laughs> you fucking did it. You set up all these fucking pieces and everything's perfect and everything was so obvious, but I couldn't see it because I was in the moment. But now I know I have foresight. It's crazy and it's very good. And I blew up Jakey's phone and I, I feel feelings about it all the time. Shout out to my boy, Sazed. I love Sazed. Sazed is goaded. But I also sincerely appreciate as a non-binary person, um, I'm not assigning the main character a gender. Um, Vin uses explicitly she, her pronouns to the entirety of the series, but absolutely fucking radiates non-binary energy and it gives me so much joy. <laughs> Love Vin. Um, 
Vin spoke to me very much listening through it, but um, not like 100%. Obviously, I did not grow up fighting for my life on the streets. So it was really nice to see, like, to be able to relate to a lot of these characters in particular ways and to be able to understand their motivations. But I think specifically in the gender department, me and Vin are one-on-one. <laughs> I love to see it. Um, oh, I don't even know where to go from here. Mistborn's so good. I want to look it into the Stormlight Archives next. Um... I just sincerely don't have the money to buy more graphic audiobooks right now. Um, but I already have a friend of mine who she's inviting me to do book club stuff with her. And before I could even say it out of my mouth, she's like, it's on graphic audio. And I was like, oh, then fuck yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Let me get out of this cardigan. We are approximately 45 minutes into this. Um the next few things I'm going to talk about are so much smaller and I'm not going to be in it. I probably went through this in a funky order, but the front half is going to be a lot heavier than the back half. My favorite game to play with Tony is let's do a podcast, but we don't record it or share it with anyone. Tony is my probably my biggest inspiration for this podcast. Uh, Chris Hutton being the reason that I pitched this to Moonshot and made the podcast in the first place. But I wouldn't have come up with the idea itself without Tony and Lewis, who was living with also at the time, um, where we would just hyper fixate and info dump at each other as like a love language in passing consistently. A trip to the kitchen just became an hour and a half conversation about something, <laughs> anything um, to which would activate the other person. And we'd have another hour and a half conversation about something else. And then we're hungry because we've been in the kitchen for three hours and didn't make food. And so Tony <laughs> and I are on different sleep schedules. Tony is awake in the nighttime and sleep during the day. I am awake during the daytime and I go to sleep at night. So we see each other in passing. I see Tony when I get home from work while he's going to work. And I see Tony when I wake up in the morning when he's coming home from work. So we only see each other for a little bit throughout the day, four days a week. He is three days off, so we get to spend quality time. But otherwise, um, so Tony has to speed run pitching me hyperfixations. When I first wake up in the morning, I open my eyes. My alarms are going off. Tony comes in and he's like, hello, my love. I just beat all of Final Fantasy. <laughs> like the new, the whatever the new game was. With the with Clive and my dad, Sid, I think it's Final Fantasy 16. Tony was playing through Final Fantasy 16, and I would get full reports, full hyperfixations on the chunks of the game he was playing. And it was amazing. Um, I loved it, and I wish I could have filmed it. Tony is iconic <laughs> and probably one of my favorite people to hyperfixate at me, but that is biased because they are my partner. <laughs> this has also happened recently with Spider-Man. Um, the new Spider-Man 2 came out and I would get full reports and analyses on the new Spider-Man uh, as the missions went on. And then I would get like really invested in it. So I'm just going to say that there's a lot of content in this world that I have never touched that I feel so strongly about because somebody I care about or somebody on the internet gave me a reason to give a big shit. <laughs> Tony is the biggest culprit of them all besides all of my guests on this podcast. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, was there anything else? 
There was for sure Spider-Man, for sure Final Fantasy 16. I did not let Tony talk to me about Lost. Why? I don't know why. I have beef with Lost. There's no logic to it. Don't ask me questions. I can't. I don't have answers. Um, what else was he super into? Always Dragon Ball stuff. One Piece. Um, I am actively watching One Piece. One Piece is very good. Am I caught up on One Piece? No, but I'm in Wano and that's all that matters. So Tony is trying to give me stuff about One Piece and he's like, I don't want to spoil it for you. I was like, I've been spoiled for years now on purpose. Why are you going to stop now? So Tony will do his best to like info dump about current events in One Piece without really spoiling it for me. So there's still stuff for me to discover. And I said, I grab him by the face and I go, you still tell me anyway, because then I could figure shit out because then that's me being spoiled helps me see things in the future, kind of like the Mistborn thing. So instead of going through all of One Piece to then watch it again to see all that shit, I could just see it as I go. <laughs> don't ask. I don't. It's just how I am. Oxygen. Let's see. Tony's great. The guests on my podcast are great. But you know what else is great? The Penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> I misspelled Madagascar. Uh, Penguins of Madagascar. I uh, Tony was watching a video on the Penguins of Madagascar. You know, I did not mean to do this transition. I just wrote Penguins of Madagascar. It was not supposed to actually be in relation to this previous topic I was talking about. But anywho, I'm fucking in love with the Penguins of Madagascar. Somebody did a big analysis on it. Who was it? I don't know. It was on TV. I couldn't stop looking at it. I didn't take the time to find the person, but all I know is, is that they went through and they were looking at it from the future, from their nostalgia goggles. They loved Penguins in Madagascar and then went back to watch through all of it and analyze it and like find discrepancies. Like they just really fucking shoved their fingers into it and talked about it and then talked about like their childhood experiences with loving it or how they remembered it versus how they remembered looking at it now. But we're specifically talking about the Penguins of Madagascar TV show, three seasons, 79 whole episodes. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. I love the Penguins of Madagascar. I love how stupid it is. I love how there's like five humans and they just keep reusing the same group of humans and everything. <laughs> um, the show I don't think is inherently amazing. <laughs> With my 27-year-old eyes, but my inner child thinks it's the best thing since sliced bread. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about on Penguins of Madagascar other than it's great reaction material. Um, I have a bunch of reaction photos saved in my phone. Um, I also think the penguins themselves are probably representations of the four brain cells in my head at any given point in time. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> the last two things on my list that I'm just kind of breeze through is obviously Spy Family, but I love Spy Family. It's great. I'm hyper fixating currently on the new opening that Otto does. Otto's amazing. Uh, me and Plaquas are doing the hand thing about loving Otto. Um, but Spy Family in itself is really good. I remember watching anime YouTube content where Chainsaw Man and Spy Family were both kind of like climbing up in popularity at the same time. And I remember looking at it being like, ah, at both of them, me going like, eh, whatever. I don't care about this manga. And then it started getting animated. And then me, just like everybody else was like, oh my God, this shit's amazing. Um, and then I tried to get into the Spy Family manga. I decided I'd rather wait for it to be animated 
um, only because I was also burnt out because this is the same time frame as me being burnt out on Tokyo Revengers and Jujutsu Kaisen and probably One Piece 2. Um, I was trying to be a manga reader. I can't read. <laughs> I can read, but my dyslexia and my ADHD make it really hard for me to read. So just watching the anime is just much easier for my brain. Um, so I tried. I tried. <sighs> my kid now loves Spy Family, which has rekindled that for me. And we've been watching it. But the funny thing is, is that the kid also has ADHD. So we'll just get distracted. And then I'll start watching the episode. But then the kid comes back and wants to rewatch the episode. So I'm watching this show three or four times over between dub and sub because the kid can't sit still, which is totally fine because I am now getting a really nice deep analysis as to what's going on. Do I want to get into that right now? Not really. I'm cleaning out my junk drawer. I just want to say I love Spy Family and it's good shit. Hi. Excuse you. <laughs> Satan's here now. This is my cat, Satan. Look at him. Look at him. He's a good boy. Um... He's sitting on my list. Good thing I know what the last thing is. Salty Bet. Have you guys seen Salty Bet? Do you know what Salty Bet is? Salty Bet is a uh, AI. I think it's AI. It's a Mujin. Where so like right now we've got uh, Rohan. Excuse you. Rohan Kashive from JoJo's fighting a cat. Um, I enjoy it. You, you bet with not real money. Um... I don't know how else to describe it other than it's just really fun. I'm This is not sponsored. This is just the thing I do if I have nothing else to do is that I just start watching Salty Bet matches. Um, it's where I like to be. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble for streaming too much of that. So, anywho, that's what I do. That's who I am. This is my life. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that wasn't just like the worst thing you've ever listened to. Uh, I would not be surprised if this is like the least enjoyed episode of all time. But you know what? I showed up. I came out. I spilled my guts. Um, and you have an episode now. And we talked about a bunch of different things. And by we, I mean I did. And you listened. So thank you. Thank you for listening to me as I just kind of info vomited on everything about random shit without even really getting into interesting stuff because <laughs> I don't really want to alienate people by spoiling things. I don't want to be quoted on things when I'm wrong because I did no research prior to this and my memory is bad. So thank you again <laughs> for listening to me talk. Um, as I did a one man show with the hyperfixation podcast today. And I hope um, you check us out online. Um, maybe if you want to. I'm not telling you what to do. Um, I'm not telling you that we have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the hyperfixation where you can support the podcast if you felt like it. Not required, but if you want to. Um, we also have a Redbubble store. And if you buy things from there, um, that would be cool. Not required, only if you want to. We have a Discord if you want to hang out with us. That's cool, too. Um, those the, the Discord link, I think, is in the show notes. Um, this whole podcast, like I said, like Chris told me to pitch this to the network, and that network is the Moonshot Network. 
The Moonshot Network just did an extra live stream and raised over like six something thousand dollars for um, extra life, which is crazy. Um, fuck yeah. So if you want to check them out, it's a uh, I think it's Moonshot Pods. Yep. Moonshotpods.com. Or you can check out the Twitch or YouTube channel at moonshot.mov. And also Moonshot has a Patreon as well if you want to support all of the podcasts in the network and get exclusive stuff. Uh, Let's see. What am I missing? Am I missing anything? Oh, you can find me on the internet at twitter.com forward slash I appreciate your butt. You can also find me at Blue Sky with that. You can also find this podcast as a whole on Twitter or Instagram or Blue Sky or TikTok at the Hyperfix Pod. Um, And you know what's really cool is that uh, we have patrons. Um, I probably should have mentioned the patrons Patreon now, but I'm going to mention it now again um, because I'm also going to tell you about our patrons. Our patrons at this time in space and everything, we have Morgan Gate Levin, a precious angel wearing jeans. I love them. Um, we have Flo. Flo's been here. Flo's always been here. And by always, I mean since March 31st. And you know what? That's around my birthday. So I love that. Um, hey, it's Ken. Ken's been around since the Hearts Against Balance days. And it gives me joy. It, I love to see that like previous projects, like people still hung out. And stuck around to hang out with me and my friends. And I think that's the best. Um, Becky Scott Fairley is also one of those people that stuck around since the Hearts Against Balance days. Um, And I just love to see whenever they show up in the Discord to say anything. It gives me so much joy. Ver is an icon. (laughs) Ver is another patron. Ver has been here since the Hearts Against Balance days. I'm never prepared for what Ver has to say, but Ver is the best. (laughs) So um, if you want to hang out. With any of the patrons or me or any of the podcast hosts, we are in the Discord. We are there. We are chatting. We are hyperfixating. Check it out if you feel like it. Um, I don't think I have anything else for you. Um, except for I'm gonna show you this real quick. He I scared him. He's sleeping on my hand because he would sleep on my keyboard if I didn't have my hand right here, and it's very cute. It's super freaking cute. I just don't want him to hit escape on all this recording I have going on right now. (laughs) So I love you. You be safe. You don't die. You drink your water. And I'm sorry. (laughs) 